When you're in the market for a new car, you want a vehicle that conquers your daily commute, easily handles the elements, and looks great too. You need the reliability of a Toyota and the confidence that your investment will last. Why? Because after all the carpools, shopping trips, and weekends out, you want a car that still has plenty of miles left in it and holds its value for a great trade-in deal. That's where Toyota leads the pack as the number one resale value brand for 2024, according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So check out the all-new, fully redesigned 2025 Camry or test drive a stylish and affordable Corolla sedan or hatchback. And remember, when you choose Toyota, you're not just buying a car for today, you're investing in trade-in value for tomorrow. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals, for more. Vehicles projected resale value is specific to the 2024 model year. For more information, visit kellybluebookskbb.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Toyota, let's go places. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, everyone. Recently, we released a bonus episode, Coping During COVID-19, How to Stay Happier and Calmer in Difficult Times. In that bonus episode, we explained that because of plans we'd made in calmer times to go away on spring break with our families, we'd recorded a few episodes in advance, episodes 265, 266, and 267. So we recorded the following episode before the COVID-19 situation had really taken hold. We're going to go ahead and release these episodes because we've heard from so many people that they like having a respite from COVID-19 and it's a relief to think about other things, but we wanted you to have that context. In the bonus episode, we do talk about COVID-19 and we will talk about it in the future, but not in this episode. We hope it makes you happier to think about other things for a little while. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we discuss cutting-edge science, the wisdom of the ages, lessons from pop culture, and our own experiences about how to be happier. This week, we'll talk about how to create a sensorium gift and do a deep dive into hashtag walk 20 and 20. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm in New York City, and with me is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, I look forward to walking 20 minutes with you one day very soon. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And Gretchen, I cannot wait till the next time we're both in Kansas City together and we can walk 
20 minutes or even more. (laughs) Yes. And we wanted to say thank you to everyone for sending in their congratulations on our big fifth year anniversary. It was a big, it was a milestone for us. And it was so nice that everybody joined us with good wishes. That was great. Yes. And Gretchen, we just had Leap Day, uh, February 29th. And I know you love celebrating minor holidays. Yes. Did you celebrate Leap Day? Well, I have to say I wanted to do something very Leap Day specific, and I just came up with nothing. But I did have people (laughs) over, which is on my 20 for 20 list, which was to have people to entertain more. So I did get a 20 for 20 then, and I celebrated with people, and we kind of toasted to February 29th. But I did feel like I sort of missed the opportunity to do something wacky. How about you? What'd you do? I went to a Leap Day fiesta, and no, there weren't frogs, which is the only thing I can ever think of (laughs) to go with Leap Day. Yeah. But they serve chihuahua sandwiches, which are like the greatest thing ever. Okay. That, from now on, will be my Leap Day thing, a chihuahua sandwich. All right. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds intriguing. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's delicious. Well, speaking of things that are delicious, nice segue, Elizabeth, because Mm -hmm. this week our Try This at Home tip is to give a sensorium gift. Okay. What is that? That means nothing to me. Okay. Now, the sensorium is our sensory faculties considered as a whole. So that's like Mm. all of your senses combined together is the sensorium. And obviously, that's very powerful. And, you know, I've been, I'm starting to work on my next book, which in truth, right now, I have no structure, no thesis, no (laughs) title, no contract. So I'm very early in the process, but it's something like how I learned to shake myself awake or waking up my mind through my body. And so I've been thinking a lot about the senses the power of the senses, tapping into the senses. And I realized that I had done something out of my interest in the senses, which would make a great try this at home, which is to give a sensorium gift. Okay. So uh, explain further. Okay. So I hit on this idea because I had a few friends who were going through particularly tough times where there was a lot of anxiety, a lot of extra work, and I wanted to make a loving gesture And I didn't know, you know, what do you do? And so I decided to give them a sensorium gift with items chosen specifically to stimulate or comfort each of the five senses. One of my aphorisms, because, you know, I'm also writing aphorisms. Mm -hmm. One of my Mm -hmm. aphorisms is sometimes we can minister to the spirit through the body, and sometimes we can minister to the body through the spirit. So this is Mm -hmm. ministering to to the spirit through the body. So I wanted to give them things that would really target each of the five senses. So with so just to take one friend, for example. Yes, so, I want to hear this. And this was tailored to her because I know about her. So for sight, she is very kind of artistic. So I gave her a beautiful set of colored pencils. Plus mm. I gave her a book. I think I gave her this, um, The Secret History, like a book that I thought, mm. like, she won't be able to put this down and it'll be very distracting. For sound, I have to say this was the trickiest one because it's not like I can send her a CD these days, mm-hmm. you know. Um, right. So do you know those little tiny hand-cranked music boxes that, like, fit in the palm of your hand? We had yes. the, We had these growing up. So I... Gave her one that played You Are My Sunshine. It was just very oh, cute. Your, um, your ukulele. Yes, yes, my one ukulele um, <laughs> masterpiece. Smell, this was easy. I gave a box of three small scented candles. Each was a different rose scent, and they were like in these beautiful containers. So that was really fun. Now, taste. Now, usually, you know, I do not want to be the evil dinner bringer. And so I usually make it a practice not to give sweets to people, but I do know that this friend is a moderator. Um, Mm. And so I gave her like this tiny, exquisite box that had these, 
you know, some chocolates are just beautifully, yes. like they just look gorgeous. And then of course they taste wonderful. So these were like tiny, perfect for a moderator. Like you could have just one little tiny chocolate every other day, you know, which of course I would eat the whole thing in one day, but she's right. a moderator. So good for her. And then for touch, I gave her, I found this throw blanket, you know, like the kind that you put on a sofa or the end of a bed. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, soft, 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 kind of stretchy wool in this creamy blue. Mm. So a lot of the things were sort of double duty. Like the candles were pretty, right. the chocolate was pretty, the cloth, the blanket was pretty. But I found it so fun to kind of have this, yeah. this, this framework to put things together. And it really, I think I thought of much more interesting and original and useful, helpful gifts using this framework then I think if I had just sort of like wandered into a department store looking for something that I thought would be comforting to her. Well, I love this because it's like you created an experience yes. for her. Yes. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yes. That is exactly. Well, that's the whole point of my book. Okay. Yes. So I'm writing myself a note. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. My sister, the stage, yeah. dropping the drop in the pearls of wisdom. Yes, it is and an experience. she must have felt so loved that you took the time to do all this. Now, Gretchen, do you have other ideas for a sensorium gift? Because I would, I mean, I have all of these ideas now that you've presented, but I would have to rack my brain to yes. think of things. Well, I did have some ideas, and I went ahead, because we knew we, I knew um, that I wanted more ideas. I went ahead and asked on social media, and so I have a bunch of ideas, so I will just give people a, a bunch of ideas. And what I like about what people suggested is that this is a very adaptable gift, because you could mm-hmm. do it very expensive and elegant and beautiful, or you could do kind of funny and zany and silly and and inexpensive. Or you could do it like a sensorium bag to give to a college student, the way we talked about the blues bag that um, Eleanor Mm -hmm. and I made for Eliza. Or you could bring a sensorium kit to work, you know, because you and I are always suggesting Mm -hmm. what can people bring to work if they don't want to bring the evil donuts. You could do it for Valentine's Day. You could do it for Halloween. It's just like extremely adaptable. So here are some ideas. Okay. So for sight, you know the little pocket games where they're kind of like handheld things that you do yes. all kinds of little like you can there's like floating Mazes yeah and or, floating yeah. rings that you try to get over a yeah. you know a post that kind of thing flower a plant the rainbow twirler which we mentioned as a happiness hack in episode 225 because mm-hmm. it's very beautiful fun to make it go up and down an art book a love pop card now these are the cards if you I'm sure you've seen them even if you don't know I didn't know what they were called you open them and they're like a pop-up book. They're often like yes. a, like a, a, a um, like a vase of roses or a birthday cake or something. They're really yes, fun. Yes. A puzzle, a spirograph. That's a little retro. Remember, Elizabeth, we had a spirograph yes. growing up. Oh yeah. Binoculars. That's like mm. a, a real gift. Um, a frame, like a high end, high yeah. end. A framed personal photo. A book of fun postcards. Um, and one thing Eleanor suggested is the L Bell remote night light projector. This is a projector mm-hmm. that like really projects light. And I think kind of the kids these days like it because you can use mm-hmm. it as a background for, for selfies and things. But anyway, that's sight. She really liked that. Okay. Um, what about sound ideas? A kazoo, a harmonica, oh, a slide whistle, a Christmas ornament where you make a personal record message. That's fun. 
a Spotify playlist. Okay, so wow. that's, you know, um, like you, there's you just have to like memorialize it. The gift of a podcast. Also, if you want to print out the certificate and put it in there, mm-hmm. you could give somebody a podcast. A whoopee cushion. That's for the silly um, version. Jack would love that. Yeah, a ukulele, wind chimes, a rock and roll, it rainbow flexible piano, which is basically a keyboard that you unroll and you can play on the, you know, just on a desk. Concert tickets. Things like that. Oh, that's a good idea. Concert tickets. Okay, that's all fun. And then smells. Smells seems like there'd be a lot. Yeah, there's scented soap. There's potpourri, flowers, sachets, perfume samplers. If you don't want to commit to giving somebody one single perfume, which is a little high stakes, maybe a sampler. Incense, car freshener, a lavender plant, potted herbs. Uh, You can take that in a lot of ways. Mm, Yeah. I have to say, there are so many more ideas than I thought there would be. I'm yeah. like, oh, there's lots of stuff. Yeah. Taste. Okay, we know chocolates, obviously, as you said. Yeah. You have given me icebreaker sugar-free mints, mm, which yes. is, you've turned me onto those. Nice coffee and tea, uh, mm. wine, a bitter sampler set. If it's somebody who's sort of like likes bartending, that's very kind of hip. Or maybe it's even something that passed. I know it was very trendy. Maybe the trend is even gone, and I don't know, but bitters. <laughs> Interesting spices, maybe, that somebody wouldn't ordinarily use. My mother-in-law was given a set of small jars of different flavored honey, mm. which she really loved. I'll post a link. to It wasn't the exact one she got, but just to give people an idea of what that was. Or you could give a gift card to a restaurant or a coffee shop, or you could give recipes and ingredients for like a special dish, Mm. kind of a ready-made kit. That would be fun. Mom gives uh, mustards, you know, a a sampling of different mustards. I didn't know that. That's brilliant. Yes. For a mustard lover, which I am, this is a great idea. Or maybe a hot sauce sampler. People are super into hot sauce. Such a thing must exist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So finally, touch, Gretchen. What are some touch ideas? So a gift certificate for a massage, bath bomb, Mm -hmm. shower gel, temporary tattoos, face mask, um, squishy bread loaf. These are these things. Have you seen them? They just squish. They squish and then they unsquish and then they squish and they unsquish. And oh, it's like yes. weirdly mesmerizing. You mean in different shapes? Yes. Yeah. No, Jack is obsessed with those. Yeah, okay. Right. They're just fun. A velvet pillow with just like a beautiful texture, cashmere mm. socks, mm. A, a stress ball. Some stress balls just feel wonderful in the hand. There's pin art. That's when, you know, these things where it's pins and you press your finger through and it kind of comes, makes a three-dimensional oh, yeah. shape on the other side. That's fun. Dog toys. One of those neck or shoulder wraps that you heat in a microwave. That's very mm. comforting. A slinky, mm. um, digidots. This is sort of like a colorful sculpture that you move around. Scalp massager, one of those things where you just massage yes, your own scalp. Those things. Yeah, they look kind of like, I don't know what they look like, like daddy long legs or something yeah. on your head. Um, super soft sweatpants. Uh, juggling balls, um, if you've got somebody who would like to juggle. Kinetic sand, which is crazy to What's touch. kinetic sand? I can't even describe it. It's like this. I can't believe Jack doesn't have it. Ooh, I'll give it to him for his birthday. Don't is buy it. Is it the little iron shavings? No, though that's cool too. No, it's like sand, but it sticks together in this weird way. It's it's moves. It has a very unusual, weird texture. It's And it's malleable. Mm. It's It feels... It kind of, I mean, it's a good example of something where it's also interesting when things kind of confound the senses, 
where mm-hmm. something is very unexpected or doesn't feel like where it kind of is not what you expect, like a magic kit where I'm going to confound the senses or the magic berry where it makes things taste weird or kinetic sand where it doesn't behave the way you would think something mm. would behave. Or like mom gave each of us a paper vase and you're like, mm-hmm. how can there yeah. be a paper vase? It, it confounds yeah. our sense of the way the world works. It confounds our senses because it violates an expectation. And that's just fun. Well, Gretch, um, as the mother of a 10-year-old, I would add to these touch ones, slime. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) silly putty and Play-Doh. Yes, yes. Pop Rocks candy. That goes to Mm. all the senses. It's like taste, touch, you know, smell, sound, um, Pop Rocks. But here, I will say this, okay, as somebody who wrote Outer Order, Inner Calm, (laughs) you don't want this to just be a bunch of junk. That somebody's yes. just going to, uh. so I did try to pick things where I thought they were either really targeted to the person, they would actually want them. They could be used up like a sampler of mustards where it's like, we're going to use that up and then it's gone. Or it's something that's very regiftable. Like a soft throw is something where even if you don't need it or can't use it, it makes a wonderful gift to give to somebody yes. else, you know? So it's yeah. very transferable. Yes. Gretchen, I have to say, I think you are at heart a gift giver. Because you've given me wonderful gifts. These are all very thoughtful, wonderful gifts. I think you are an underbuyer, but a gift giver, which is an interesting combination. Well, maybe this framework also kind of gets me out of my underbuyer self and and mm. frees me to be the gift giver that I have inside. Yeah, but you know, one thing that uh, several people pointed out that when I asked, and this is a good thing to keep in mind, is that many people do not want to receive scented items. And Mm. so, you know, this is tailored to a friend. So if you are not sure or you think the person wouldn't like a scented item, maybe you do want to give something, maybe like potted herbs or something where it's like a plant or, you know, you want to take that into account or, you know, figure out a way to just be wary of that, um, that thing. Um, Well, it's nice. I like this idea of giving it to someone who sort of needs a gift, you know. Needs a lift, needs to feel recharged. Yeah. No, it really does feel like, it's it comforts you through your body, mm-hmm. and I that is feels particularly concrete and um, and kind of satisfying. Well, I do, I did write a blog post about this, and I will link to it in the show notes. And of all the things that I mentioned, I will put links to it. So if you're like, what is this kinetic sand stuff? I will post a link to it so you can look it up and see if it's something you're interested in. And let us know if you tried this and how creating a sensorium gift worked for you. And also, if you have great ideas for things to include. I would love to see those. I will go back and include them in the blog post that's been written um, so that we all have kind of this catalog of ideas because I do think it's generating a lot of good ideas. Me too. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes for this episode. It's happiercast.com slash 265 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we have a happiness hack that can help ease a potentially awkward social situation. But first, this break. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. I now work with a team, and I am here to say that finding the right candidate and hiring the right candidate is one of the very biggest and most important challenges to anyone who has a small business. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. There are some stories about our father's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. From hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting, his retelling of the events always brings me joy. Just in time for Father's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all his stories for our family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your father or father figure's life for years to come. And Gretch, you get a book of all these stories. And I love just keeping a book on the coffee table and anyone from any generation can see a story from dad, like what was his favorite toy or what was his first job? Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Give all the fathers in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to StoryWorth.com slash happier. That's StoryWorth.com slash happier to save $10 on your first purchase. All right, Gretchen, it is time for this week's happiness hack. Um, And this is something you have taken to doing when you see people who you don't know that well. Yes. And so this is a hack for me to help other people. And I'm also gently suggesting (laughs) it that other people will use it on my behalf. So this is the problem of you see somebody who you ought to know And you recognize their face, but you can't place them. They're somehow out of context or for some reason you're just like, oh, my gosh, I'm supposed to know this person. And I can't quite put my finger on how I know them. Are they a parent at the school? Do I know them professionally? Is this like a friend of a friend? Okay. When I run into that thing, I say the question that I often ask people in any situation, I say, what's keeping you busy these days? Because I feel like that's an open-ended question that people can Mm -hmm. take in any way. So I like that question. But so many people say to me, oh, just the same old thing, nothing Mm. much. And I'm like, help me out here, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look for a clue. And so I think if somebody asks that question, and I now, and I've done this myself, I've said that, oh, same old thing, because it it can seem sort of self-centered to be like, oh, I'm starting to work on a new book about the body and the senses. You're like, but the fact is like, that would actually be really helpful because then I'm like, oh, that's how I know you. Or if, if, you know, to kind of, if somebody, the thing is, we've all done it, right? Like we can't yes. remember somebody's name. We can't remember context. So in these kind of situations, help people by dropping little bread cl- crumbs mm-hmm. of information so they can tr- trace their way back to you. Um, that's a great idea. I am one of those people who says my name like in all situations. Oh, you deserve to, that you know. gold star. Gold star, gold star, gold star. But this is a good idea to to just casually drop in sort of your context for how they would know you. Yeah, yeah. And to be aware that they might need that. Just like they need your name, they might just benefit from a little bit of context. If someone has context, then they remember everything about you. Then it's like, oh, yes, and you have this kid, and they (laughs) go to this school, and you're from this city, and you have a writing partner. (laughs) And it's just you need to, like, 
click into how you know this person. Exactly, exactly. So so give give little details of your life. Um, that is the hack. Social consideration. Yes, exactly. And Alyssa, now it's time for a deep dive. This is a good one. Yes. Today we're doing a deep dive into how people are joining us for hashtag walk 20 and 20. We've got lots of sort of tips for how people are staying on track. I think we've got a lot of enthusiasm, Gretchen. You and I are all about it. Yes. Yes. Um, If you haven't listened to the episode where we talk about this, it's episode 252. I'll post a link to it. But people are really getting into it. It's so exciting. So, Elizabeth, you're doing well, right? Yeah, I am doing really well. It's really the top of mind thing. Like every day I'm like, I have to do my 20 for 20. And that's the key to me is just not forgetting about it. Yes, yes. I am using an app on my phone, um, a Don't Break the Chain app free, Mm. which is helpful. Right. Oh, and also if you want to, remember, if you want like a sheet, if you want to do it on paper, that's at GretchenRubin.com slash resource. Is a don't break the chain sheet or use an app. Yeah. It has gotten me hiking a lot, Gretchen. Oh, good. Partly because so Sarah and I love to do Fryman Canyon, as mentioned. And um, I if I do Fryman, I count it as two days. And this falls under the category of these things are not written in stone of yeah. how you have to do them. Yes. You can tailor them to your own life. Yes. And I just, because there are days where it's just really, really hard to get in walking 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I like to have the freedom to, um, you know, have a little cushion yeah. here and there. And so, but what it does is it's gotten me to try to do Fryman like so much because I'm like, oh, well, if I do it, then I can count it again and yeah. again. And so I end up doing it way more and not needing to count it for two days, mm-hmm. but I have that option. Well, plus I know from listening to Half in Hollywood that you're getting all these celebrity sightings on your walk. Yes. So, so that's well, like... Now I see Lisa Rinna, Beverly Hills housewife, like practically every day. <laughs> Seems like. That's like a benefit of being in LA. Your walk 20 for 20 is like more yeah. exciting. Well, and, and here I am using my med experiment. You know, I'm going to the Metropolitan Museum yes. every single day. And so that for so me. So how that's got to be 20 minutes at least. 100%. Right? Yeah. So for me, I get double counting. <laughs> Just yeah. hey, I, I really am doing it extremely uh, conscientiously because for me, it counts as two things. There's no way I can go to the Met and not have it be at least 20 minutes. So, and usually, like you, I end up doing much more. And yeah. so it's the kind of thing where sometimes it's like, it's the first minute that's the hardest minute. And so mm-hmm. the things that get you to do the first minute are really important. But it, one thing I think is so sweet is how many listeners have told us how happy their dogs are. Many people yes. are walking their dogs and the dogs are so happy to get this extra exercise. Yes. Which I think if you're in a blighter, that might be a way to give yourself outer accountability is think like, well, this is going to be, this is going to make my dog so much happier and so much healthier That's another reason for me to walk 20 because it's not just for me. It's also for my dog. Yeah. I mean, I know with Barnaby, when you walk him more, he's much better behaved. Yes. Yes. He's very calm. Well, Gretchen, we heard from a bunch of listeners about what they're doing um, and how they feel about walk 20 and 20. Danielle said, in nearly every state, there are regulations about employee breaks. In California, for example, since I work full-time, I'm entitled to two 10-minute breaks per day. This is the perfect opportunity to add in those extra 20 minutes of walking and break up your workday, which studies indicate is better for your work efficiency anyway. Win-win. 
Plus, I find getting some fresh air and getting away from the office lights has a great effect on my mood, which can be a contagious thing in an office. I mean, this is like win, 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 win. So, yes. Yeah. Sandy says, I hate the thought that if I'm sick on January 3rd or if I travel internationally and lose a day, I will immediately fail at the 20 and 20 challenge. So instead of walking for 20 minutes up and down an airplane and driving everyone crazy, <laughs> I'm pledging to walk at least 20 minutes 365 times in 2020. This will allow me to make up for legitimate misses. And Alyssa, I think this is a good example for you, which is tailor it so that you can keep it in your own way. Yes. Um, and, yes. and this also points out, you know, it's like my aphorism, what we do most of the time is more important than what we do once in a while. And so, right. yeah. Good for you, Sandy. I like that approach. Um, Grace said, I have a mantra I've been using lately to battle the urge to avoid exercise and seek convenience. I welcome a walk. The alliteration of the phrase has seriously been helping me to walk more in 2020. Kristen says, I noticed that I moved that I was having a hard time running regularly. I love running and used to run multiple times a week. After listening to your podcast, I realized one of the reasons I was struggling was that a lot of my runs involved running with friends and that half the enjoyment I was getting out of running was spending time with them. And the other half was the obliger tendency to keep my commitments to them. One day I was on the phone with a friend who used to be a running buddy when we lived in the same town, and we decided to set a date and time to go on a run together virtually. We committed to talking to each other on the phone while running. She says, I also hadn't realized that you could easily talk on the phone with headphones on until then, but I mean, they must be in great shape if they're both easily well, I talking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so. I'm thinking it's not the headphones that's the problem, <laughs> yes. it's the fact that you're running. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She says, now I'm racing home from work to keep this date and go running. We've set up a weekly running date, just like when we used to live in the same town. I think setting appointments with friends to work out virtually could help a lot of obligers who have not been able to create a workout group in a new location or are just getting started in a workout routine. It would also be great for friends who are working to hold each other accountable for walking 20 and 20 as they could have a 20-minute conversation. So again, this is like really like a win-win-win um, and a good yeah. a good way to think about it. And you know, if you can't do it when you're running because you're you can't walk and run. You could do it when you're walking or, you know, stretching or yes. lots of things. My friend Mindy Gretchen, um, who obviously, you know, calls me often when she's walking her dog. There you go. It's like the perfect time to yes. talk. Yes. All right. Gretchen Robin says, I love hashtag walk 20 and 20. Unfortunately, I have an autoimmune disease that flares with a great deal of pain. I've already missed a few days this year and was feeling like my body was letting me down because I physically couldn't walk. I got a spark of an idea. Any days I can't physically walk those 20 minutes, I will meditate for 20 minutes instead. This works for me, but someone could also use 20 minutes to color or read or listen to uplifting music or a podcast like yours. I know it's not the same as moving every day for 20 minutes, but I modified it to fit my life. If anyone else has a chronic illness or anything that might hamper their walking, this might be a good solution so they don't break the chain. That is a terrific idea. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you just have to fit it to you. You have to, there is no one size fits all solution. And Maggie, kind of along the same line, she said, I'm not walking 20 and 20, but reading for 20 minutes every day in 2020 or more. I had a baby this week and knew I couldn't get into walking yet, but wanted to start a streak of something on January 1st. Um, and a lot of people said they did it because they wanted to do yoga or, you know, whatever it is. It's sort of like they're joining in the spirit of walk 20 and 20. And Gretchen, Amy said... 
I've been meaning for a while to add an outside walk to my morning. I know that I struggle with the dark months here in New England and morning outside time helps. Your 20 and 20 challenge was a good kick in the pants to finally get me going, and I decided that I could fit it in between dropping off my son at school and going to work. There's a small park on the drive between the two, so I stopped off the other day almost on a lark, and I was reminded when I started walking that it's one of the few local parks that allows dogs off-leash, so there are always dogs around. I love dogs, but having one isn't in the cards right now, so I'm so happy that I can get a dog (laughs) fix and my morning walk at the same time. I met the cutest puppy the other morning, and it was the best way to start my day. That's such a fun pairing. Like, Eliza's such a dog nut. That's exactly something that would appeal to Eliza. Well, Ben Barbara says, I live in the Pacific Northwest, famous for lots of rain and sometimes snow, but I walk every day no matter what the weather. I was inspired by a friend from Norway who said they believe there is no bad weather, just bad clothing. (laughs) I invested in proper outerwear, including hats, gloves, scarves, and suitable shoes and boots. Now I can go out no matter what. Great idea. Mm. Well, and speaking of weather, if you can't get outside, several listeners suggested Googling 20-minute walk YouTube for options to walk to when you can't get outside. Yeah, I know. Someone mentioned Leslie Sansone as somebody who had a lot of um, options to use. And then Mary Jo sent a link um, to a post that had 51 suggestions for about how to get walking into your day, and I will post a link to that in the show notes. But just here are some that I thought were particularly great. Walk one way to your destination and take a bus, cab, or Uber home. Park your car a few blocks away from your workplace. Uh, Get off one stop earlier on the bus or the subway. Mm -hmm. Choose a favorite song and count how many steps it takes to walk the duration of that song. It almost feels like dancing. Mm Uh, walk around the terminal before a flight. I have definitely started doing that because I get so restless on planes. You can watch walk a long way while you're waiting for a flight. <laughs> um, plug in your phone to charge in the farthest room in the house. Walk back and forth to check messages and make calls. Plus, Ooh. you'll have fewer distractions. And I will also mention that in episode 263, um, a couple weeks ago, Dan Heath mentioned the idea of always pu- parking in the farthest parking spot, like if you're in the grocery store or something. Bonus, you can park right away, you know where your car is without having to think about it, and you get the steps in. So those were some good ideas. Okay, Gretchen, finally, this comes from Charlotte. She says, when you came up with Walk 20 in 2020 and discussed how having a dog really helps with this habit, I thought, well, we can't get a real dog, but maybe a small stuffed animal can give enough accountability. I talked to my best friend about this idea, and she gave me Walker, the Fit Bull Terrier, (laughs) for Christmas. And it works. Sometimes he even gets both a morning and an evening walk. He's cute, too, and fits perfectly into the pocket of my jacket. I mean, that That is is using whimsy and imaginary accountability in a brilliant way. I love that. That's so funny. Very sweet. We love seeing people post from hashtag walk 20 and 20. So let us know if you have further solutions and tips that you want to share and also just um, include photos to let us know how hashtag walk 20 and 20 is going for you. Yes, Scratch. My problem is I keep walking the same places. So my (laughs) pictures are like so repetitive. So sorry, everyone, for my exact same picture practically every day. Yeah, me too. Coming up, I give a gold star to one of my new favorite podcasts, but first, this break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Gretchen, it is time for demerits and gold stars, and you are up this week with a demerit. Yes, this is a demerit that, Alyssa, I'm reminded of your mantra, this is a fun job and I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have to remember that. Because people will be like, oh, what are you working on now? And I just get this sort of feeling, like, oh, my gosh, I have this very general subject, which is the body and the senses and getting to the the minds of the body, but I don't have a structure I'm just reading book after book after book, and I feel like almost panicky when I think of all the books I want to read. I have giant stacks of books. I have a library list of hundreds of books. And then every day I feel like new thing. I'm like, I need to understand about humor. And then what about creativity? Mm. And it all feels like everything feels like it's it's relevant, and every book feels like it can have the seed of an idea that could transform my thinking. And then I realized, this is so great. I am so lucky. This is so fun. The whole world feels energized and important and relevant to me. And I can't even wait to get home and start reading more. And I'm taking all these notes and mm-hmm. and I'm not even doing the hard work of writing. You know, that's the, right. that's the hard part. Yeah. And it's like even too early. Like I'm starting to write little paragraphs here and there just to organize my thoughts. But I'm going to look back on it and think, this was the fun part. Right. I need to enjoy it now. This is like loose, open, like playful, experimental part. And I'm just making myself extremely uneasy because I'm like, but I don't have my subtitle yet. It's like, okay, Mm. you know, I just need to remember. I'm so lucky to be able to do this. I love this subject so much. Everything is so fascinating to me. This is good, not bad. That's the good news. Um, So it's don't treat a gift like a burden. This is the fun part. Enjoy the process. Stay in the moment. Like enjoy now (laughs) instead of thinking about what you should get to in the future. Yeah. So I know all, okay. I'm saying all these mantras to myself. And so it has been making a little bit of difference. Once I, once I recognized that I was falling into this trap, I think I've been digging my way out of it. Well, that's why it's good that we give ourselves to merit. That's why we give ourselves to merit. evolve. It does help us evolve. I know sometimes people are like, you shouldn't give yourself so, so many demerits, but actually demerits are very helpful in making yes. our lives happier. But enough of a demerit. Um, Elizabeth, what is the gold star you're giving? Okay, I'm giving my gold star to a podcast. You know, we love giving podcast recommendations. Um, And this isn't necessarily a brand new podcast, but it's new to me. Oh, as often Um, is the case. (laughs) Yes, and it's called Origins with James Andrew Miller. It happens to be a Cadence 13 podcast as well. And let me just say what it is. Uh, Origins with James Andrew Miller explores the beginnings of some of the most celebrated successes of our time. Spanning the worlds of television, movies, sports, business, and beyond, Miller reveals exclusive behind-the-scenes stories directly from the people who were in the room when history unfolded. And Gretchen, I um, found this through um, the Sex in the City um, mm. episode. So he did three 
pretty long episodes about Sex and the City, which, of course, is one of my all-time favorite TV shows. And I heard it mentioned on Bitch Sesh, one of my favorite podcasts. They were like, <laughs> you have to listen to this. And I'm like, yes, I do. And I listen. And then I'm like, now I have to tell everyone about it. Yes. So it just, he really talks to the people involved in all these subjects of course, I love the ones that are about television, but if you love sports, he does sports and business and other things. So anyway, it's just a really well done, really gets into conversation, and you learn all sorts of interesting details. So I highly recommend it. When you're walking 20 and 20, check out Origins. Well, and here's the thing, Alyssa. Like we often say, please tell people about our show because word of mouth is the best. And you had mentioned to me like, oh, I've started to listen to this. So just today on, uh, on my morning walk, I was listening to the first in the city. And it's amazing. He has so many of all the people involved and they're yes. all talking in a very candid, thoughtful way. It's not what you usually hear. And he's really talking about how did something start? It's fascinating. I love it. I'm so excited that yes. I have all these episodes to look forward to. So yes. Funny side note, Gretch, you know how you say there's a parent in Jack's class who does everything yes. anytime we're talking? Well, yeah. one of um, the people on the Sex in the City thing is a parent in Jack's class. You're a kid. No. <laughs> so once again, that's an Aaron ap- Jack's class. That's an aphorism up. that only applies to you, but it's definitely <laughs> true, which is there's a parent in Jack's class for everything. Um, and that is it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Give a sensorium gift. Let us know if you tried it and what if it worked for you and what items did you give? We are gathering ideas. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, our engineer, Bob Tabador, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, as we just mentioned, please be sure to tell a friend. And subscribe to us and rate and review us in your favorite podcasting app. The resources for this week. If you are looking for some mood-boosting music or you need to energize your Walk 20 and 20, we made a happier 911 list on Spotify. There is so much happy music there. Listeners contributed all their best songs. So you can search Spotify playlists for happier 911, or I'll post a link to that. All the songs were suggested by listeners. Also, an easier way to make each day happier is to subscribe to my free Moment of Happiness newsletter. Five days a week, I share a quotation that's related to happiness or good habits. You can go to GretchenRubin.com slash newsletter to sign up. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us. Onward and upward. Hey, Alyssa, speaking of slime, I, th- I think I've seen these kits where you can make your own slime. Is that a thing? Oh, it's a thing. It's a huge thing. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a huge, huge deal. All sorts of slime. Glow in the dark, sparkle. Oh. All of it. Okay. It's for the sensorium gift. From the Onward Project.